Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It is Thursday, which means our dear friend, Mark Lupo. Lupi joins us. Hey, Lupi. Hey, Rob. You look adorable this morning. What's up with you? Well, I woke up extra early to make sure I would be here for you in the Naughties. I'm showered, I'm dressed, I'm ready to go. <laughs> what the Naughties don't see is we do these over Zoom each morning. Well, at least we see each other over Zoom. We record over a different method. But whenever we do them, Mark, you're the only co-host that comes dressed. Like, I'm practically <laughs> in my pyjamas. I clearly have not brushed my hair or had a shower. I did brush my teeth. But, Mark, okay. you, you could go out for a night on the town. You look marvellous. You know what I have to say, Rob? I feel like I do my best work when I'm dressed and I feel like I'm, you know, prepared for for anything. I like that. So what you look like on the outside really does affect how you feel and how you do Mm -hmm. your job. We should talk Mm -hmm. about that because last night I went to MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art, because it was the Sex and the City premiere. And talk about looking good. Carrie Bradshaw, Sarah Jessica Parker got out of her car with her son, who we never, ever see, Matthew, Mm. who we never, ever see, 
and they walked the carpet like a family. The three of them, Mark, I thought it was wow. really, really lovely. I didn't see the new show, but I did see the red carpets. You'll see pictures today of Sarah. She was very clever. Remember that tutu that was really the most famous costume in the whole of the series? It was on the uh-huh. on the opening credits when the buzz drove past. She's wearing yeah. a blue dress, and under the dress is the tutu. That, that, oh, my that gosh. Pink Funny. tutu. It's really adorable. Hey, let's jump into the show because we've got so much to get to. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. Jennifer Aniston is doing this massive interview. I've never seen her this honest. It's with The Hollywood Reporter, and she said that her mom gave her an example of what she never wanted to be. She dissects everything about her public life, and she said that her her life, her real life, has really been consumed. All the pregnancy rumours, all the rumours about her different marriages, getting back with Brad. And she said, basically, you have no clue what's going on with me personally or mentally. And when people ask her about kids, she said something really interesting. She said, maybe I can't have kids. Maybe. You just don't know. And it's really hurtful and a nasty thing to say. I thought that was so interesting, Mark, because we assume so many things about different people, particularly celebrities. It never Mm -hmm. crossed my mind that maybe Jen doesn't want kids or maybe she can't have them bombshell bombshell you know rob it's a great point we kind of push our expectations onto jen like oh jen would be a great mom but yeah maybe she doesn't want to be a mom or maybe she just can't have kids right now or she doesn't feel like she's ready and um yeah it's unfair to her it's for us to ask those questions or to think about it projecting your feelings is exactly what she said about this and she said she sort of got used to it she said her life her entire life has been dissected for public Mm -hmm. consumption she was asked how she navigates the whole narrative about brad pitt and Angelina Jolie and she said that she tries to stay positive and she surrounds herself actually with positive people. She has amazing friends. She did say too she learned what not to do from her late mother. Ooh, she said, quote, I know that this person was giving me an example of what I'd never want to be. She said that she doesn't want to get twisted or bitter or angry about this. And the tabloids, yes, are they annoying? But she said now it's moved on. And the tabloids don't do it as much anymore. But social media has replaced them. So now it's social media that is trolling everybody. She scoffs at the longstanding pregnancy rumours and she defends her decision to remain single. It's a remarkable interview. It's the cover story. It's a long interview, but you can get it online today. You should check it out. And it brings us to our poll question of the day. Jennifer said her mom gave her an example of what she never wanted to be. (laughs) As a parent ever done the same for you? It's a, it's a tough question today. Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. You can leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Mark Love, what are you working on? Oh, I got a good one for you today, Rob. Keenan Thompson is spilling the tea about Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Mm. Okay, so Keenan Thompson was asked about his SNL co-star's rumored relationship with Kim Kardashian, and the comedian admitted, he said, quote, I guess it kind of happened fast, but I don't really know their business outside of what everyone else is doing or reading. If they're happy, 
I'm happy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which mm. is fair. And yes. he also said, Pete, who is 28, and Kim, who is 41, we know they've been on several dates. Yes. And he said, listen, Pete is a good dude. He's a talented boy. And I think he's just very down to earth and grounded. And that's very appealing to people. When you can keep it real with somebody and ride the roller coaster, that's special. I like yeah. it. I like it too, Rob, but I think that's fair. And before we get ahead of ourselves with the story, <laughs> I do want to point out that during Kim's acceptance speech at the People's Choice Awards this week, for which she was given the Fashion Icon Award, Kim gave Kanye, her estranged husband, of yes. course, a very special shout out. She said, thank you to Kanye for like really even introducing <laughs> me to the fashion world. She doesn't talk like that anymore, does she? Maybe she does. She I does. think she's keeping Kanye happy because we know when Kanye is not happy, he goes, Coco mm-hmm. Bananas. This is interesting, isn't it? What do we really know about the people we work with? So Keenan Thompson has been on SNL, I think, longer than anybody. However, the show's on hiatus now. It doesn't mm-hmm. come back until the new year. Mm-hmm. Do you stay in touch with people you work with over the holidays if you take a couple <laughs> of weeks off? Do you? I'm, I'm, I'm quite good, actually, Mark, at knowing the difference between a real friend and a colleague. And it's not yes. that I ignore my colleagues, but we're good work colleagues and we text every so often. But I have a separate group of, like, really close pals what about you do you mix both worlds i used to mix them a lot and i think that became more complicated for me it made me distracted Mm. and i think as i've gotten older i like you said rob i know the difference and i make that very clear and um and and also i need a break from these people i see them every day (laughs) like i'll see you in two weeks (laughs) yeah yeah i find my job my work particularly doing what i do uh, is so much easier it's so much clearer if I'm not best friends with them. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people want to hang out with celebrities or be friends with them and go for drinks with them. I find that only problematic. I just want to talk to you when I've got some gossip or if there's something to write about. I'll be nice to you if I see you out. I love to say hello, but I don't want to go for dinner with one of the housewives. It's just not my thing. I love talking to them. I love texting them. I love getting gossip, but then it gets more complicated. And I don't think that's just about the housewives. I've seen this too in real life in people in the office or people I work with. I want to be work colleagues. I don't necessarily want to be best friends. Is that terrible? You know what's funny, Rob, that what makes me laugh is that you are someone who is always working, though. Like, <laughs> even when we think we're, you're out having fun and not working, you are always ticking. I went to our friend Valerie's housewoman party a couple of weeks ago, and somebody was there, a designer, who said mm-hmm. something. And Valerie mm-hmm. said, I was like Scooby-Doo. My ears were like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> and I suddenly... So you. I, like, I literally turned and I had to say stop it stop it I didn't stop it I got the gossip okay moving along I love it I love it moving along Kristen Davis from Sex and the City is saying that the reboot really handles the Kim Cattrall absence with great care she was asked if Samantha's departure is explained in the franchise and she said yes she continued quote we love Samantha notice she didn't mentioned mm. Kim Cattrall's name. She mm-hmm. only said Samantha. Samantha mm. is never not going to be part in some way. She went on to say that, quote, we respect Samantha, once again, Samantha, not Kim, <laughs> and will be part of the story, adding, we would never disrespect, guess who? Samantha. Samantha. Ooh. 
Oh, well, this God. is the shadiest backhanded compliment I have ever read, and I'm right here for it, Mark. Oh, I'm so here for it. And I will say, she played this very well because I think saying Kim Cattrall might have been like a trigger word mm -hmm. for Kim, and she might have popped <laughs> off and said something crazy and like ruined the whole thing. So I think it's best just to reference Samantha, do separate it from Kim, Kim, and we can all move forward in a happy way. Yes, I think so. <laughs> My sources told me Kim is not even in New York this week. So Kim has got out of town. She doesn't want to be here. She doesn't want to be shot yeah. in Soho. She just wants to be away. I'm told she's in mm -hmm. Canada. I don't think she's going to come back until after Christmas when this reboot has sort of died down a little bit. I also asked a dear friend of Kim Cattrall's, very, very close, will Kim mm. even watch it? And they said no. They said she does. Now, I was like, come on, she will. And they were like, Rob, she doesn't care. And I get it. I do get it. I know when we're still interested in stuff, when we still care, we're poking our nose in. Or if you still like somebody, yeah. you still have a crush yeah. on somebody, you still look at them up on Facebook. You might not follow them anymore, but you still poke about. There comes a time in all our lives when we just stop caring. And I'm told. That's true. I'm told Kim's there. She doesn't even care. I was like, she's going to want to at least know if she died. She doesn't. But they're going to, you know, know. she's going to want to know. And they're like, yeah. she doesn't. Care. Can you imagine ever getting to that point, Mark? You know, I can imagine it, but I will say the Christmas break is two weeks long, right? You have a lot of downtime. Maybe she'll pop in for a little bit, especially yeah. if the reviews are not great. She'll kind of see what she missed. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. I, I, but I do believe she's moved on. I believe she's, she's happier, and she has a lot. She has other projects in, in the works. So, Kim Cattrall, you know, wishing you the best. I am too. I am too. Hey, what else are you working on, Mark? This is a really disturbing story, but I'm, we have to do our job. We do have the to job. The news. Do the work. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Holly Madison says she was in a cycle of gross things while living at the Playboy Mansion. Uh, yeah. Rob, buckle your seatbelts. Okay, mm -hmm. so she said while living in the mansion, she said, my hair was really long naturally, and I was just like, I'm going to chop my hair off so it can at least look a little different. She said, I came back with short hair and Hugh Hefner flipped out on me and he was screaming at me and said it made me look old hard and cheap Ugh, horrible so rub to add to this fellow playboy alum bridget mark hart recalled yes. hefner being pretty abrasive in the way that he spoke Ugh. to her bridget said she came down with red lipstick on one time and he flipped out mm. she said he hated lipstick on girls and that she needed to take it off right away even though other people could wear red lipstick and it didn't seem to bother him <gasps> Rob, it gets worse. Holly Ugh. also said, I remember there were times probably within the first couple of years that I lived at the Playboy Mansion when I felt like I was in the cycle of gross things and I didn't know what to do. <sighs> what Rock, do I, used to, I used to love this show. I feel terrible yeah. now. I used to watch was it, the girls next door mm -hmm, and I'd mm -hmm. laugh out loud. I thought it was such a funny show, Mark. And now I think it's gross. I think this is the new Free Britney documentary. Like, I think somebody should really investigate the Playboy Mansion. I went once. I went once. You went? Yeah, I know. I was in LA. Wait. And I think I was with Ashley Simpson. I can't remember who. But I was at a party there, and I was ridiculous. Because I loved running around. I was trying to find the grotto. I was trying to find of the course. condoms. Like, I was a lunatic there. They have a peacock that runs around the, the yard. Uh. And so I was like, oh, my. and now I think about it, I wouldn't go. If somebody today said to me, do you want to get to the playbook? Mm -mm. Absolutely not. It's gross. It's gross, isn't it? Why Why did we accept it back then? Were times different or were we just so naive or what happened? You know, much like you, Rob, I was a big fan of the yeah, show too. I loved it. 
And I was someone who spent years of my career working in reality TV. And so when I was working on those shows, I saw a lot of the, the fakeness, a lot of the, you know, it's more for yeah. entertainment. Things are set up. And I thought to myself, this can't be real. This is just like for fun. They're not really having sex. Like they're not, they're not in a relationship. This is more of like the show. But when I read other people's books and, and, and heard stories, I realized how abusive it is and how disgusting yeah. it is. And, I, and, I, and I'm repulsed by him repulsed. and this whole yeah. situation. And even, yeah. I'm repulsed by myself for really being into it. Gosh, it's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Hey, let's move along on something a little nicer. Bethany Frankel no longer has to play child support anymore. So Bethany and her ex, Jason Hoppy, were in court again. I think they did it over video, talking about their child. Now, remember, this has been going on for nine years. I mean, come on. Long nine years. years. So Bethany's lawyer is asking the judge to allow his client to stop paying child support. I mean, Bethany's always the one that's telling us how rich she is, but I get it. This is very emotional. So Bryn, who's now 11, she's 11, she has chosen to live primarily with her mommy, although they get 50-50 custody. So Bethany's saying, basically, she's always with me, so why am I paying you? To his credit, Jason decided that he wanted to remove himself from the situation. He said the following quote, I'm removing myself from this fight. I will not spend the remainder of Bryn's childhood fighting as we share joint custody. Bryn knows I love her. I want to see her as her father. Bethany explained too, there were times when Bryn was meant to come over to her father's house and she had such anxiety that she hyperventilated and at times even broke out in hives. This is so heartbreaking Mark, children, custody, it's so difficult. And we've got to be honest here, we, we both know Bethany a little bit from, from what we do. I don't know Jason as well. Bethany's a tough girl. And so I just want mm. you two to just work together. I get it. I get how behaving badly on TV has made you a star. When there's yeah. a kid involved, cut it out. The two of you, cut it out. Hey, yeah. we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to the Not Even I Show. I'm Rob Shooter, my dear friend Mark Lupo Lupe. Uh, let's get to the polls. <laughs> 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 such a mess. So Brooke Shields blasted Barbara Walters over what she called a criminal uh, interview that took place in 1981. So we're looking back now at all these interviews all these interactions and saying, are they really appropriate or were they not Mm. appropriate? So what do Mm -hmm. you think about this? Was Brooke right or was she wrong? She was only 15 years old when Barbara asked some really sexual questions. Hey, let's have a look. (gasps) 74% think Brooke is right. Yeah, I mean, we're looking back at this through a different lens. So, of course, you know, we're all horrified. But let's not forget how Diane Sawyer treated Britney Spears, how Matt Lauer treated Britney Spears. They would ask them horrible questions. A lot has changed since this time. And But, yeah, I mean, Barbara can't defend herself, of course, about this story. But I, I think we can all recognize that we wouldn't do this today. Right, absolutely. Hey, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Girls here. And we see you to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And while you're checking back tomorrow, if you're in the New York City area, tomorrow at 9 a.m., I'm co-hosting Good Day New York. I know. I asked if I could go on as a guest mark to plug my book. So New Year's Year's is a big market for self-help books because you want to change your life in New Year's. So my book's all about that. So I've been pitching myself around to get back on TV and I pitched it to Good Day New York and they were like, don't come on to pitch your book. You can do that. But come on and host the whole hour. Exciting. Wow, right. Nine o'clock tomorrow. I'm really, really into it. And let's do our noisiest of the day. Oh. oh. <laughs> he is no stranger to our list, Rob. Our nicest of the day, it's Ryan Reynolds. So hot. He's so hot. So hot. He's so hot. And funny. And That's funny. That's true. That's true. Okay, so he made it to our list this week because he is setting the record straight about why he's decided to put a pause on his acting career, and it's for a very good reason. Mm. It's to spend more time with his kids. Oh, oh. I like him even more. He said, I don't want to miss this time with my kids. When I'm shooting a film, oftentimes I'm in Europe, I'm away. 
these are incredibly long hours. There's a constant kind of requirement to be there the whole time, not, not just because I'm performing, but I'm also generally producing and writing on my own movies mm. as well. Rob, what do you think? I think it's just even nicer than I thought. I've met him once. Very good looking, too skinny for me in person, Mark. <laughs> and, uh, isn't that weird? Too skinny. He's just, he's so thin. On TV, uh, uh, on film, he looks amazing. And he is amazing. But in person, it, it is true what they say, the camera does add 10 pounds or so. In person, he's almost like painfully skinny. What are you? Have you met him, Mark? Um, I have never met him or no. seen him. I heard he's very nice in the carpet. Very nice. People say he's a lovely him. guy. Put mm-hmm. on five pounds or so. Don't. Listen, to me, give, listen yeah. to me giving Ryan Reynolds <laughs> advice. Who do I think I am? Okay, let's talk <laughs> about naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Fired CNN anchor Chris Cuomo reportedly will not get any severance. So Chris has been fired from CNN and Jeff Zucker, who's the big boss over at CNN, made an announcement to the staff in a meeting saying that he will not receive severance. We forget that all all these employees at CNN, particularly the ones mm. on camera, they all have a morality clause in mm-hmm. their contract. And if you do something that breaks that clause, it is over. So I think Chris has a three or four year deal, $6 million a year. So there's Oof. a few years left on that deal. He wants his six, twelve, eighteen million dollars million. <laughs> However, they're saying not a chance. Do you think he'll get any? I don't. I think it's over. I don't think he will, but now I'm wondering, Rob, do any of the hosts on this show have a morality clause? Because if they do, I'm in a lot of trouble. (laughs) I'm going to send my lawyer a note right now. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Best New Year's resolution you're ever going to give yourself is forgiveness. Ooh. Change your relationship with the past. And you get a change of relationship with the future. A bright tomorrow means you've got to deal with the dark wounds of yesterday. When you mm. no longer loathe your past, you no longer loathe your future. In fact, the only thing a bad past is good for is having a great tomorrow. Forgiveness. Think about that. When you make your New Year's Eve resolution, don't, don't, don't vow to lose 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Don't vow to take the trash out on time don't vow for that silly stuff vow to forgive yourself Mm. mark i can see you thinking i mean the most immediate thing i can forgive myself for is eating that chicken parm last night (laughs) but to your point i have bigger and better things to think about so let me do that i'm gonna meditate on that meditate think about that all week hey that's it for today thank you so much for listening to the naughty man eyes with rob and mark show a production of iheart radio don't forget to subscribe on the iheart radio app apple Podcasts, wherever you listen and remember if you're gonna be naughty you've got to be nice take care everybody It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. 
Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.